0: This episode is sponsored by Cards Against Humanity. They asked us not to read an ad. Enjoy.
1: It is the Chicagoverse podcast on the Dynasty Podcast Network, featuring interviews with Chicago's premier artists in industry and creatives and culture leaders. Hosted by Haima Black, welcome to Chicago.
0: All right, Haima Black, live from South by Southwest 2018. Uh, it is the ninth year, Ollie hell is the ninth year of dynasty podcast covering south by southwest um it's the first official day of music it's tuesday here at south by and i am here with anna augusta am i saying that right augusta augusta okay all right (laughs) everyone fucks up my name so i get it um thank you so much for meeting up with me
1: yeah i'm happy to be here
0: Yeah, so, you know, uh, I was telling you before the mic was on, I, you know, I cover Chicago music, and I always see people's names come up again and again, and I was seeing your name come up a lot, so you were in this mental list I always have in my head of, like, people I need to have on the podcast, because we'd never had you on before, so thank you.
1: Yeah, for sure. Uh,
0: So last night, if I'm not mistaken, you performed here at South by Southwest, was that last night?
1: I did, yes, it was last night. Um, I was at the Flamingo Cantina on 6th Street, it was really fun. I had a good time.
0: And this was not your first time performing here. You attended last year, or did you perform last year?
1: Uh, both. Okay. So I actually came last year with the um, Amp Hip Hop label. Right. Um, so I was, I kind of played double roles. I was on the content team of the label, um, but then I was also an artist, and I performed with uh, the artist that they signed last year at Johnny Jones. Yeah. Um, yeah.
0: And we should unpack that for anyone listening because um, Amp Hip Hop is, Amp is the kind of like, music production label at Columbia College. It's a record label, and they do a lot more distribution, things like that. It's a series of classes at Columbia College. It stands for Arts and Entertainment Media Management, something with a P, production, probably. Um, But anyway, Columbia College and their AMP initiative comes to South by Southwest every year. They put on a show on 6th Street, and a number of students... Uh, produce that show so so you were involved in putting that together
1: yeah yeah I was um yeah for for most of my time at Columbia I did most of my stuff focusing on my own artistry Mm -hmm. and I was a um, music business minor and so last year I wanted to really dive more into that and I had heard of the amp class and I wanted to go to South by and it worked out it was really great yeah
0: That's amazing. So then you decided that you wanted to come back independently this year and and perform on your own?
1: Yes, that that has been a goal of mine, um, and I wasn't sure how I was going to work that out. But I actually, I got the opportunity this year through a Chicago booker. Um, He booked me for a show in Chicago, and then he also brought up um, the South By show here. And so I was like, all right, like, let's let's get it. Let's get it together. And I had to figure it out with my band and stuff, so.
0: That's amazing. So you came down here with a band?
1: I did. I came down here independently. Um, I found a band. Um, actually, my whole band is from Dallas. Um, yeah, I knew I knew a really great keys player, um, Daniel. And so I hit him up and I was like, hey, I got booked for this South By show. I'm really trying to get a band together. And he set the whole thing up. Um, he plays keys, but he did keys in one hand and bass, uh, key bass in the other hand. And then, so it was him. I had a guitar player and a drummer last night and it was great. They were all great. Yeah.
0: That's amazing. And do you normally have a live band backing you when you're performing?
1: Yes. Yeah. All of my shows, um, are all live band based. Yeah. Right. Yeah.
0: So something we generally do with this podcast is pretty early out in the conversation. We kind of, um, start at the beginning. So like bring us into when, Music started for you. How did that happen? Like when did this start to come together in your life?
1: Yeah, um, so I'm originally from Michigan Um, I started singing when I was six I got chosen to sing a solo in the annual christmas concert uh, For my elementary school.
0: That's amazing.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and um Not from a musical family. My my parents had no idea that I could sing and I just I just loved it. Like, I I have vivid memories of just being in music class once a week and being so into it. Um, And so from there, I started doing, like, some of the talent shows, you know. And then I didn't start taking it seriously until I was probably, like, 12, 13. Um, I started uh, training with a, a vocal coach in Michigan, and I did, like, local festivals and Thanksgiving parades and stuff like that. And then I decided to come to Chicago to fully pursue
0: it. And was that when you came to Columbia, or did you come to Chicago before college? Or
1: no, I came to I came to Chicago for Columbia and for music. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so you know, n- including Columbia, but just in general, how has that move uh, worked for you? You know, developing as a musician and activating your craft. Like, you know, is 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 there a difference in being in a city like Chicago versus coming from Michigan?
1: Yes, most definitely. Um, I've always loved Michigan. I'm definitely not from. A musically driven town by any means. I mean, um, so coming to Chicago for me was really like the one step that I feel like I needed to take. Um, it was far away, and there's a there's a heavy music scene here, but it was still close enough to home where you know I can go home if I needed to see my family. So, um, yeah, Chicago was like the best move that I've that I've made for myself.
0: Well, and it, you know i've seen I've seen your name pop up in relation to other artists. Um, it looks like and you were telling me you've done work with like and Johnny Jones, who just got signed to closed sessions and um, the uh, Iris Temple guys. so like how did you go about starting to pursue collaborations here?
1: Yeah, I feel like all of my collaborations have uh, happened through friendships first mm-hmm. um, A Johnny was kind of uh, an interesting situation. He was working on um, his project prior to cocoons his, his most recent mm-hmm. EP. And he, his manager hit me up out of the blue. Um, and I didn't know who he was. But I had heard through word of mouth that he was really cool, he's a really nice guy. And so I was like, OK, let's do it. So I went to the studio with him, um, worked with him and Banks, um, who was a, his producer at the time, and still is. And um, kind of just hit it off. Like, now he's one of my best friends. He. Um, He's had some really great recent success, like very well-deserved. Um, and then the same thing with Quinn from Quinn Cochran from Iris Temple. Um, I met him because I had gigs coming up and I needed a guitar player. And I knew that he worked a lot with um, another one of my best friends, Rebecca Brunner. Rebecca
0: Brunner, man, yes. absolutely, who is a longtime friend of this podcast yes. and who I think we're connecting with down here at South by Southwest, yeah.
1: Yeah, she's great. She's amazing. Oh, She's amazing. Yeah, she's one of my best friends. And so... Um, That's kind of how I got connected to Quinn. And, like, honestly, I mean, all of us have done things with music, but really, like... I'm just thankful that like there's friendship in it too, you know. So I think that that was really the root, the root of it all, of how we became so close and and doing so many things with music. Now Quinn plays with me all the time. I mean, um, I've got a show coming up with Iris Temple um, at Shubas on on um, April 16th. And it's a great
0: room. It's yeah. an amazing. Have you performed there yet?
1: I have. I yeah. did. I did one other show there um, earlier this year, and it's great. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: What's great about Shubas is like. If there is 40 people in the room, it feels full. If there's 200 people in the room, it feels packed. But it's like, it's such a small, intimate experience. It's the opposite of going to, like, one of these huge, enormous festivals and things like that.
1: Yeah, 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 so...
0: That's awesome. So you came to Chicago, and you really did tap into that community and start creating your own community here, it sounds like.
1: Yeah, most definitely. I think that, like, the biggest point of, you know, why Chicago's been so great to me is because of the people that I've met, honestly.
0: So, you know, you released last year, you released the Greenhouse EP. It's very soulful. Uh, It's a very mature sounding effort. Mm -hmm. Was that your debut? Was that like, how long was that in the works? Kind of bring us into the process of that record.
1: Yeah, so Greenhouse was my first project. It was like the the kind of the debut of me um, as an artist. I worked on Greenhouse. It took me about a year. Um, I first released Never Fall. It was my first single. And then from there, I just kept creating. I worked with three different producers, one of them being Quinn. Mm-hmm. Um, so Quinn produced the last track on the project Reaching. And then I also worked with my friend Josh and this guy, Benny Ramos. They were all great. Um, yeah, so I did that last year. And it, it's, it's been good.
0: And so, you know, with putting something like that together, and, and it's the way you described that, it sounded like it was very... Confident, streamlined process? Was that, was it, I don't want to say easy because that sounds like I'm discounting it, but like, was it something that you were like, I got this, I can do this?
1: I feel like the mindset was there, but I mean, I definitely wouldn't say it was easy. Yeah. It was my first project. There were so many things that I had no idea about. And, yeah. you know, it was kind of one of those situations where I didn't learn what the process was like until I was in it, so.
0: And that's the best way to learn. I mean, that is yeah. a thing that they talk about at Columbia a lot, but it's it's really true. Like, you don't even know what you don't know until you literally start mm-hmm. doing it. Like, what were some of the things that you were like, I wish I had known that earlier on?
1: Yeah, it was, it was really hard to balance being, you know, an artist and wanting to really fully pursue my full vision and then being my own manager yeah. and needing to set up the sessions and control my budget and talking business with the producers because you know the producers were also my friends so it's
0: that- that's, that's a tough tightrope yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah it was it's it's a hard balance to try and maneuver so that was like one of the biggest lessons that I had to learn about during the process
0: Do you see your like? Do you have a manager now? Do you see yourself wanting a manager, or are you somebody who really thrives on, you know, as difficult as it is, being the artist and also managing your own stuff?
1: I think that up to this point, things have been pretty good. Um, I am self-managed still, but I mean, I'm definitely not not opposed to having a manager. I think that. Especially when, you know, just that divide between artist and manager and business and artist. When booking shows and stuff like that, I think that having that managerial hand would be really helpful. So.
0: No, I I agree. And it, it is a hard balance to, it's hard to just be an artist, let alone do both sides of it. Um something else you did that I thought was really interesting that I saw pretty early on on Twitter and that I this might have been the thing that kind of like put you on my radar was that you got to sing for a Chicago Bulls halftime show in December is that right?
1: I did. Yeah. I How's,
0: um How does that happen?
1: Yeah. Um so I got connected through um actually Rebecca put me on to a new band. Mm-hmm. Um I work with a band um it's the Lakeshore Encores. They're really awesome. I mean it started out as me just being a sub for corporate events that they were doing, and then things just clicked, and they were work. They were looking for a permanent spot um, for this band. The leader is Angela Fields. She's amazing. Um, she's been on American Idol. The the yeah the mm-hmm. bass player has the, and he played for Lionel Richie for years and years, and so I'm kind of I feel like I'm the one in the group that's just like really taking everything in. I feel like I learn a ton from them. Um, Yeah. And then last December, they they hit me up about uh, playing for the Chicago Bulls halftime show. And it was so much fun.
0: Yeah. I mean, that just sounds like such a surreal kind of gig. And like and so you're out there on the court in front of everybody in the middle of the show.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It was great. Um, My sister is my roommate. And so she bought tickets to the show. A few of my friends were there. Like it was just really fun. Yeah.
0: So it sounds like you've had. A pretty and again, I don't want to use the word easy at all, but like it does sound like things have kind of worked so far. Like you've been able to do some really great things, and you have found your community. You've put out the project. You've had some really cool gigs. You have more coming up. Like, what's next for you in the new year? I mean, if you can still call this year new, but like, what's next for you in 2018?
1: Yeah, what's next for me? I definitely um, I'm graduating college, so that's yeah, that's good. I'm excited about that. Um, And then I'm really just diving into a new project. Um, I don't have a timeline on it or anything, but I've just been writing a lot, um, working with a few new people, and then really just honing in on what I want my sound to be. Mm -hmm. Um, Greenhouse was my first project. I'm super happy with it. I love it. But um, at the same time, I feel like throughout the whole process, I learned a lot about myself as an artist and kind of the direction that I want to take myself in for, for new music, and so... I'm just going to keep gigging and writing.
0: Yeah, that's amazing, man. Uh, What is the uh, URL, socials? Like, how can people find your music and check you out?
1: Yeah, totally. Um, Instagram is a really big platform for me. You can find me at Anna, that's A-N-N-A underscore Augusta, that's A-G-O-S-T-A 7. And then Twitter at Anna Augusta, Facebook Anna Augusta, all that good stuff.
0: You're out there. Um, This is awesome. I'm really glad we got to start this conversation. I say this to everybody and I always mean it like this is an ongoing Chicago music podcast. So as you have new projects and developments happening, like let's bring you back and and continue things. Uh, Anna Augusta, thank you so much for coming on, man.
1: Thank you so much for having me. You've been listening to a production of Dynasty Podcasts. Find more Dynasty Podcasts at DynastyPodcast.com. For the dynamic dynasty, Dynasty Descend.